Hey there, quarantines. Here we are on day number 30 since we've been able to meet together. And I just want to encourage you today to keep meditating on God's word and to dedicating yourself to prayer. We are going through a difficult time, but I believe that the Lord is watching out for us and that the Lord has good things intended for us. And I actually believe that in all of this, God is displaying his love for us, while at the same time letting it be known that he is a God of justice. And today I just want to reshare with you something that I shared with the adults this morning because I believe it's equally applicable to you. And it's simply a meditation from God's word on the friendship between his love and his justice. Pastor Bryce here, and I just wanted to share with you this morning something that God's been using in my life over the past month. In the book of Exodus chapter 34, when God was giving the law to Moses, God declares himself to Moses saying, The Lord, the Lord, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. Another way that this verse could be translated is the Lord, the Lord, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in steadfast love. We see here and throughout the rest of the Bible that God is a God of love. John says in 1 John 4, 8, he simply puts it this way, God is love. And when we say that God is love, we mean more than just God is loving or that God shows love, but rather that God is love. And since God created all that there is, we know that creation itself is an expression of God's love. And so all that there is and all that we know exists, exists because of love. But something that we can't leave out is what God also said to Moses right after he said that he's a God abounding in steadfast love. He also says that he is a God that by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. And so we know that God is a God of love, but he is also a God that is just. But these two things are not enemies, they're actually friends. Sometimes when talking about God's love and God's justice, we can tend to view it like Wendy viewed Tinkerbell in Peter Pan. At one point in the play Peter Pan, Wendy turns to Peter and asks, is Tinkerbell just angry? And Peter's response is, no, it's not that she's always angry, it's just that she's so small that she only has room for one emotion at a time. You know, that might be true about us, but it's definitely not true about God. As a matter of fact, Paul tells us in Romans chapter 3, verses 25 and 26, that whom God set forth, referring to Jesus, as a propitiation by his blood through faith, to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed, to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. God is love, but he is also just, and these two things are not enemies of one another. Paul tells us that one of God's greatest expressions of his love was a demonstration of his justice, that God sent forth Jesus as the propitiation by his blood for our sins in order to demonstrate at this present time that he is righteous and that he is both the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Today we find ourselves in troubled and uncertain times. And there are some out there who might even be wondering, if God is love, how is it that he's allowing all of this to happen? But we must recognize that God is also just, and that it is just for us to live in a broken world because it's our sin that broke the world. But not only is it just, it's also loving. It is loving for God to allow us to experience pandemics and hurricanes and tornadoes and all the other natural disasters that could possibly occur. 
It is loving for God to allow us to experience these things because it draws our attention to the fact that this world is not our home. Paul says in Romans chapter 8 that the world groans underneath the curse, waiting for the day of redemption. And Paul then goes on to describe how we groan along with creation, also waiting for the day of redemption. And so when we experience the pain of this broken world, it is God's justice lovingly reaching out to us turning us away from this broken world and back to him. I firmly believe that God is speaking through this pandemic. And one of the things that I don't want to do is miss what he's saying. And I don't think you do either. And so in what way is God speaking to you? In what way is God calling you to turn from sin? In what way is God calling you to make some adjustments in your life with reality in view that this world is not your home? Thanks again for tuning in here on day number 30. Keep trusting in the Lord, and hopefully we'll see you soon.